Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Action Park Media. Pump rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Shenanigans. For those of you watching via Patreon, thank you so much. You can see me and Summer Moon in matching tie-dye outfits. And for those of you not watching, why aren't you? <laughs> Today is another podcast from home with me and Brock. Jamie will be back to our regular schedule podcasting next week. <laughs> She's been gallivanting all over Florida, got sick, is on antibiotics, and couldn't do a drinking and podcasting until she's done with those antibiotics. So She's been living her best life. And she has been. And to be honest, been. honey, this works out for us because it's in the comfort of our home. You actually, you have to get out of here in 40 minutes anyway. So this is easy. I know. We're, we're busy. We're working a lot right now. It's been crazy, but it's been good. But yeah, it's crazy that I haven't seen Jamie in over a month. It's been I, at least like five, six weeks. Patreon fans and everyone on the podcast, you guys are about to hear hopefully some good stories. I'm happy for Jamie. She seems legitimately happy, even though she can carry her boyfriend around the place. Oh my us. God. I don't know if you guys saw that, but she literally had her boyfriend like on her back at oh. Epcot. <laughs> it's a good one. We miss you, Jamie, but we'll be coming in here. We're going to be taking this from home, from the new home studio. Yes. And um, come at you guys. Obviously, a lot has happened this last month. I think last time we spoke, we just got her home. Is that correct? It was uh, two and a half weeks ago. So, I mean, we moved in, went to the hospital, spent five extra days there, came home. Four days later, we're filming. Oh. And, uh, I mean, it's just been a lot. Like, yeah. talk about just jumping right back in. I mean, we've had no time off. It's been nuts. It's but... been hectic. Let's paint that picture very clearly. Okay. So, we were meant to be living up here in L.A. when? January? It was like February. I think February, originally we were February. supposed to move in. Delayed move-in date, right? And then that got changed to March. And then that got changed to? April. And then that got changed to? April 15th. 
And it was like, not the first of April. Then it was April 15th. And I'm like, cool, but I'm due (laughs) April 24th. And that's not changing. If anything, it's going to be sooner. Yeah. So uh, we really need to move in. So finally, we were able to get in April 15th. We were like the first people to move into this building. The building's not even done yet. Yeah. Okay. It was. We moved in April 15th. And then when the baby came, 26th? Yeah, so I mean, but then we were still going back and forth we went, between we San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. Because we officially moved everything in. Three days later, we had to go get induced. Yeah. Because so we moved in 15th and it took us like two trips. Yeah, but then we were still back week. and forth up until like the 20th. Three days later. Or something. We go to the hospital. Baby comes out. Yeah. Well, baby comes out. Mom stays in hospital. That was, a, that was a big kick in the guts because we thought we'd have a week at home. Yeah. A week at home to figure this mom thing out before you start working again with your plus one. <laughs> <laughs> who has a lot of work to do. <laughs> but then that rolled into an amazing yet very long trip to Palm Springs. Yeah, I mean, it was so much fun. You know, we got to go and thankfully stay in my house. And as you guys saw on social media, James and Raquel got engaged. We'll pop up a little photo of that here. Fireworks. Oh, it was epic. We had a, so that was the festival-themed party. We had a runway or what was that even called? Like high fashion off the runway. Let me me take this because if I was a primary, I would have won this category. But I... (laughs) I feel like I got judged harshly, but it was Project Runway themed party. Okay. And first off, fashion is not really my thing, clearly with my double prints. (laughs) And then... You know, I've, I've like high end. There's nothing high end about this guy. Like I, I can probably still shop at Ross and be very happy with that. <laughs> hey, I love Ross. I love Target. I love Walmart. Like nothing against those so places. We, That's our thing, style. When the thing was this, <laughs> I really enjoy themes. And so I, I told Sheena I had a vision. Don't know where this vision came from, but I decided to sew some pants. Yeah. And we sewed the pants. Yes. And that's what you will see in the future of me rocking these MC Hammer slash, you know, samurai pants. And you'll actually see a little clip of Brock sewing the pants on my vlog next week. That is my birthday and Mother's Day vlog. I got a little clip (sighs) of him there, but you'll have to stay tuned, like, however long it takes till it airs to see the actual party. But so we had that. A lot of questions came in asking what's been the most challenging part of like postpartum for me or like the hardest thing. And uh, the vain part of me just wants to say like how I look, but it's not how I look because I think I look good for just having a baby a month ago. I, know I exactly feel what good, but I don't have any cute clothes that fit me. So having all of these amazing themes with a closet full of clothes that used to fit me for these themes. Majority of them are crop top hoodies, crop tops, <laughs> and space boots. Yeah, I do have space boots. The space boots still fit me. Look, honey, but- can, I, can I be honest? I honestly don't think that, I mean, there is that pro- that postpartum for you of like, my clothes don't fit. But It's I, frustrating but you know though, what it, it is. is. It's the words you communicate with yourselves. And I know- I I'm, haven't said I bad I'm, words about myself. No, but you do because you don't like the clothes because- They don't fit. Okay. That's all that's I say. That's not a bad word. Okay. I don't I say I'm re- fat. I, I'm I don't Griffin. say I'm ugly. I don't say any of those things. I just say I am frustrated that none of my clothes fit Perfect. and I live in sweats every day. Okay. I retract my my, my statement. Yes. I've been very careful about that because I just actually, had a baby right. and I've been good about we that. We had in a great... Can we talk about that? Yeah. Talk, uh, was it Courtney? Yeah. 
Courtney, an amazing trainer. She came in for postnatal. And so she came in and actually did we some- We did a pelvic floor yeah. workout. And then feel? it felt great. We need to keep doing those workouts because that's all I'm cleared to do right now. For the next two weeks, I'm not allowed to do anything other than walking and pelvic floor work. And um, she also checked me for diastasis recti, which I didn't know what that was. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. I was like, I don't know, diastasis, whatever. I think it's diastasis recti. And that's like a separation of the abdominal wall. And so I was just thinking like, oh, I'm probably fine. But no, I have it. It was like two fingers above my belly button and two fingers worth below my belly button. So she did say that it'll be harder to get that tight stomach back, but not completely impossible. It's just going to take some more work. So yes, you ladies need to understand out there that what you guys have done, okay, yourself, Brittany, like, it's so annoying that you guys think these thoughts come to your house. You guys are wonder women. You created human beings. We know that, but it doesn't take away from the fact that our clothes don't fit, if and it's somebody, frustrating. If somebody Especially says, filming, If, if somebody says, because let's be honest, honey, you're not alone in this. This is not a new experience no, I for know. you That's or what for we can, any woman. I can bond with can, Brett and Stassi You guys can really this. get on it. I have, yeah, we won't go there, but you just, you look great. Thank okay? you. And I honestly feel like and everything I feel that you're good. dealing with, everyone here is going through this with you. It's very relatable. Very, and I know a relatable. lot of you women can relate to me with this. But, I mean, it's not just like I get to be home with baby and I'm complaining that I'm wearing sweats every day. No, I'm having to film right after having a baby every day. So that's where it's well, just here's different. Hoping that, and this is where, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Here's hoping that your audience understands that you shouldn't look like a supermodel after a fucking baby. Yeah, because a couple of my friends do. Here's hoping. (laughs) If you guys have seen how amazing Christine Quinn looks, three days after having a baby, she's like on Daily Pop, and I'm like, damn, girl, she looks good. But that's not normal. It's not normal. What is normal? You know, we don't know. I think this is normal. I agree. I think you're actually on the easy side of normal. A lot of ladies, like a lot of women, really struggle postpartum. Postpartum. (laughs) Postpartum. I keep he always says like postmortem. I'm Very like, what is that? Past English. death. But like, I honestly, I think even on your side. But you also had the help syndrome. We got through that together. Like, yeah, it was every, challenging. You know, you know what's really fun for me? Not fun. Really, a good one. I explain to people is Tell situational me. awareness. Okay. People need to really take into account that you cannot judge your situation based on somebody else's situation, based I on know your that. situation. And when people are like, well, you just don't know. You're like, damn fucking right I don't know because you have dealt with your issues for 30 years or 35 years in some middle-aged cases. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 36 now, whatever. Okay, well, I love you still. I love you too. So if I can tell anybody. I do miss my crop tops. You'll get back in there, I promise you. Guys, diet, what was it? Stasis, what's it called? Diastasis. Diastasis, what it is, it's actually not a muscle. At all. It's the fascia that keeps it together that's actually separated. So by you doing core movements straight after birth isn't actually helping that resettle in. It's actually causing it to pull apart more because the muscles themselves are contracting, opening it up. So you are doing the most you can with your baby, with your body, and that's taking it slow, letting it naturally come in, adding those little bit of pelvic floor movements, and we got this. Got it. Okay. Okay. Back to scheduling because we got a few questions about scheduling. All right. Before we get to those questions, we're going to take a little break. 
You guys have heard me talk about my favorite sheets before, and those are from Bowl & Branch. I mean, this company knows high-quality sleep doesn't stop at your mattress. Their ultra-soft organic sheets are transparently sourced and produced in safe, fair conditions. Like, you'll feel a difference and know that you're making one. I love these sheets. Brock loves these sheets. We have them at our new apartment in L.A. Even Summer loves when she gets a little tummy time on these sheets. Like, trust me, y'all, they are the best. They look good. They feel good we've got nice crispy white sheets that keep brought cool at night and keep me warm they're buttery soft lightweight and hundred percent organic cotton sateen weave that's perfect for all seasons and all places to live you know beach desert city we've got them all they come in a variety of colors and in all sizes from twin up to california king and you guys can try them worry free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns and my listeners get an exclusive 15 percent off your first set of sheets when you visit bowl branch.com slash Shay and use promo code Shay at checkout. That's Bull and Branch, B-O-L-L and branch.com slash Shay. Use promo code Shay for 15% off. All right, honey, what do you got for me? All right, so we're going to go talk a little bit. A lot of people have asked us about scheduling and we just touched base on it, how hectic it's been. Being at home, we've got a few things, okay? With scheduling, A, how's the cat still on with baby Summer? Yeah, so I had actually reached out to a girlfriend of mine who has five cats and a dog and just had a baby. And I was like so nervous. She had her baby like a week and a half before me. And I was like, how are the cats doing? And she was like, honestly, they just ignore him. And I was like, okay, that makes me feel good because you have five cats and a dog and I have two. But I was still, I was nervous up until speaking to her because I hadn't really talked to anyone else who had cats and a brand new baby. So we come home. You can see this on my vlog, Home with Summer. And I mean, the cats kind of come up to the car seat for a sec and they're just like, Meh, okay, whatever. But... A month later, we're now at the point where she sleeps in her bedside bassinet, but Salem is back in the bed snuggling us. Penny has pretty much just ignored her the entire time she's been home. She hasn't really been too bothered by her. Which she, has been good. Salem yeah. was bothered by her. Like, but, Salem was keeping his distance. Yeah. She's like, uh, that's a creepy little alien. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> and, like, so every now and then Salem will come up and say hello to us. Didn't realize that Sam is in our arms, and then she'll be like, eh, and he'll... Pff- yeah. Oh, he's like, what was that? I'm out. Yeah, he was sleeping in uh, the room that we're filming in right now, in like our office room on our day bed every night. And when my mom or sister stay here, he'd sleep with them, which is nice. But I'm like, I miss those Salem snuggles because, you know, like she can't sleep in our bed. We have Penny in the bed, but I just, I liked our bed with our cats. I, and we're, so we're getting back to that. We're becoming a, a home again. It's, it's, I mean, we, we came from San Diego. We moved back up here. We, we had a baby. We started working. How right away? What, what was some pros for this month going after the, for the last two weeks? The next two weeks, because every two weeks you get a new baby. I don't know if you heard this, right? Yeah, that's what everyone says. Every two weeks, your baby learns a new skill set and has an attitude adjustment. We're very, very fortunate. Touch wood. <laughs> that she just learned how to be more of an angel. Yes. Highest high of being a mother now, honey. I mean, just staring at her every day, being like, I created this. If I get too into it, then I'll just start crying again. And I actually put makeup on today because. Well, you got to go to work after this. Okay. What was, if the highest is just looking at her and reminding her. I mean, just being her her mom is the high, you know, like being able, like, 
See, why you got to ask me these questions? Because we love to know. I know, but I mean, we're very fortunate that we do get as much time with her yes. as we do. So yeah. that's the high is just being able to spend as much time with her and having my mom be able to help. I know a lot of people ask if we have a nanny. We don't have a nanny. We have a nana. So put that together. We have a nanny. But I mean, she's been helping so much because, you know, like him and I both have to film or have just something going on. We and are very it's been amazing. Situational awareness of our situation. We are We're very, very blessed, lucky. Very blessed. And um, hopefully, you know, my mom gets over here soon. We'll, we'll work on that. But yeah. we understand our Australia. situations. We, we understand that. So there's that involved there too. So, honey, you're doing great. I'm glad you are. My high. My high. Yeah. I don't know. Ask me. What's your high of being know. home this past month with Summer? I mean, my highs are like, yeah, same. When you look at her, you just, nothing really matters. We're like, how did we do this? It just reminds you of like, the bigger picture and for me that's my high so like my high is like really striving outside of this just to make sure i can take care of her the, you and the family you know my kids back home my family my mom that's my high right now it's just a reminder of the work that we have in front of us it's not going to be easy but mm -hmm. we're going to do it yeah and then my low is just uh, probably not having my family here for sure that's a big that's a big low and you know what I got on a call with my sister last night. I nearly ripped her head off because she was reminding me of some stuff back home. And like, she, her, her you. He was like, click, hang up. She calls right back. I answer. Don't hang she, up we have, me. We have, for me, family love. My mom and my sister, that's like the strongest bond I have. Mm -hmm. And then my partner love for you has just gone through the roof after watching you. Aww. You struggle. It's, it's not easy. And you go through the struggles. You crush it. Yeah. Okay, honey. You handle it very, very well sometimes and other times you just need a little reminder and I don't want to ever be I feel like I don't want to I'm not always hard on her okay guys I really aren't she's such a great person and I just remind her of some some little ones just to keep her head clear you are hard on me but it's because you know that I can be a better version of myself at those times and that's what's frustrating because I know you're right and I hate when you're right and you do challenge me and I've never had that until dating you. So it's still two years later is an adjustment because I know you're right. And it's just frustrating because I always just want to be the best. I want the and best for everybody. I'm not always. You, But you are. And by saying you're not, again... So, guys, I'm, I don't know why I take a guru route in life, but, you know, I've had a life and I lived a lot and I really take pride in, like, going forward and learning from our mistakes. So. Yeah. All right, honey. What do we got here? Sleeping, feeding for summer. So the other night. Ugh. So, okay, well, back it up first because I could see people being like, you shouldn't let a newborn sleep that long. So we had a telemed appointment with her pediatrician. Shout out to Dr. Guy Efron. He hey. Amazing. The man. I also love that all of our friends in our group, we all have the same pediatrician. Yeah. Like, wait, you have Dr. Efron? We have Dr. Efron. He is. He is. He makes it. He reminds you that just relax. Yeah. So he told us that she's put on a good amount of weight and that if she is sleeping throughout the night, like, I mean, we're not talking eight hours. She's four weeks old. We're like, a four, we're stretching the five. If it's like a four or five hour stretch, he said, let her sleep. Enjoy those hours. Get some sleep. So we had our first stretch of that two nights ago oh, where I didn't have my alarm set to wake her up <sighs> to feed her. And... Uh, 
It was amazing. Oh, well, it was until someone wakes <laughs> up screaming at me, be like, feed your child. I was like, she's fine. Well, but because you I- were, You were on point, mom. She woke up about, what, I was like, fine. I got up, put the milk in there. You pumped the milk. I put it in. And then by the time it was ready to rock and roll, guess who was waking up for a yeah. feed? So mom was good. We fed her the second, we fed her then. So she went down at like 9.30. Yeah. We fed her at about 2.33. Yeah, it was like five hours. Yeah, 2.33. And then she slept again till I think it was like seven. Yeah, it was great. And then she went back into her routine. So, so now, we've been trading off on the like that middle of the night feed that's usually between 2 and 4 a.m. Sometimes we have a bottle that I've pumped. Sometimes I just wake up and feed her. So we kind of trade off like last night was my night to wake up and feed her. And then she didn't want to go back to sleep. So I just sat in the nursery and rocked her for a bit. Finally, she went back to sleep. And then three hours later, she was up again hungry. So then that was like 5 a.m. Yeah. And I fed her again. And then, and then we got to sleep until 11 a.m., which I hate sleeping in. <sighs> but when you're up half the night with a baby, I didn't feel guilty sleeping in. I'm like, I don't have to work till later. So it's okay. You know what's not okay? Is when I decide to be like more, more accountable on my sleep and my recovery and what I eat. And I get the whoop. Now, everyone that follows, a whoop is like a, it's like an Apple Watch like band. It's like a Fitbit kind of. It's like a Fitbit. It doesn't tell the time at all. But what it really does, <laughs> it, it, it breaks down your, your heart rate, your rhythms, all of that. It gives you a kind of like your recovery. So your strain, how elevated your heart rate gets throughout the day. Then it will calculate a strain for you, how much pressure, how much workload you put on your body. Then it covers your sleep patterns, how well you sleep, how deep you go to your sleep. And then that will calculate your recovery. And well, of course, the night that you get sleep, you forgot to put it back. Firstly, I forget to put her on a really good sleep. But <laughs> then last night, I wake up. My recovery is at 7%. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can click on here. And this is a real reality check just to remind of like, oh, yeah, that's never going to happen. Sleep. Recommended sleep. 10 hours and 28 minutes. That's never going to happen. Hours <laughs> slept. Four hours and 34 minutes. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. Okay, four hours and 47 minutes. I'm that good was on four or five hours sleep. Four hours and 34 minutes. That was 33 hours and 52 minutes of light sleep. What? And, yeah, of light. Like I was- 33 I was, hours? Three hours of oh. the four hours. So three and a oh. half of those hours. They weren't like your So REM for 40 stage. minutes, I was I had 22 minutes of REM and, and then 20 minutes of lying awake. And then the rest of it was light sleep. That's so crazy how it can like tell that. <laughs> because your heart rate, it, t- it goes off your body. Your, your, your yeah. body talks to you and it sends off these signals. Guys, if you want one, click on the link. I'll put it in here. I get a free 30 days month if you do, use my code. <laughs> but it's the same for you. If you refer Rock your friend, you can go ahead and get a free bed. It's 30 bucks a month. There's nothing out there that can tell you. This is, this is the thing for people that aren't parents, new parents, that want to practice recovery because fuck me. 10 hours, this doesn't look legit enough. Yes, very true. Also, it has this cool thing where you can like scan the barcode of like foods you've eaten. That's a different app. That's just that's just. Oh, an app. I thought that was your Whoop. No, no, no. Because I was on the Whoop. I wanted to. It tells you. So the Whoop tells you your daily because of your strain. It tells you how many calories you burn. Gotcha. So now you understand what your metabolic rate. A big one for people that want to lose weight or that go on to these these fitness journeys is you got to understand the basics. If I have a car and I run it all the way down to empty every day and I I refill it with fuel, it's a good cycle. Cleans out all the gas in your tank, you refill it, you're good. Mm-hmm. If you have a car and you don't put enough gas in it and you run it on empty, then you go to your reserves, 
all that shit will just fuck your car up. And then what your body actually does is next time it gets fuel, it goes, well, we don't know when we're going to use all this fuel. I'm going to put it to the side. And that's when you start storing weight, even though you're not eating that much. It's because you starve your body of the nutrients it needs. So that turns around and bites you in the ass. So if you really, I'm not a nutritionalist. Yeah. Okay. But the basic fundamentals is this. Understand what you eat in a day and find out what you need to eat to operate. Okay. What, how many calories you need a day? Mine's, mine's high. Mine's like 2,800 to 3,000 calories. And that's me losing 10 pounds. Wow. My goal is to lose 10 pounds to go to 250, but uh-huh. I have to eat 3,000 calories to do that. So you have to eat more to lose weight? Because my body needs 3,000 calories. I've already burnt 2,000 calories today. It's, and we've Doing been awake, what? Walking around with 250, 260. That's crazy. Walking around, honey. That's crazy. Playing dad, the strain. It actually asked for an activity. And I just put other was yesterday when we were filming and I was cooking, my elevated heart rate kept going up. And it was like, what exercise is this? I was like, it's nothing. It's just trying to cook and film. It's just a lot of pressure. <laughs> so We did a new cooking vlog that'll be out in a couple weeks where Brock the baker makes a pie, which we've done in the vlogs a couple times, but it's never been fully dedicated to just like the pie. And it was probably my worst pie ever. I think. Really? Yeah, because I had thick crust on it. I, I mounted the butter, so it became very hard. It wasn't kind of airy. So very disappointed in myself, but it still tastes bloody it, good. Yeah, it still tasted but, bomb. Yeah, it's just a biased opinion. Yeah, okay. All right, honey. What else we got in here? We're going to um, go... Living in LA, people had asked, how is the noise compared to the foot traffic in San Diego? And I mean... Right. We're on the Sunset Strip. It is very loud, but I've heard that it's great for a newborn to be in a loud environment because she's not going to be startled by every little noise. Like in San Diego, the loudest thing we have is Saturday, Sunday mornings hearing the beach volleyballers, which is like a very peaceful Did noise. you hear a basketball last night? A basketball? Some motherfucker in this apartment complex was bouncing a ball, whether it was a tennis ball. But no one lives above us. We're on the top Below floor. us. It was How a tennis ball. That? Because I could hear like the, 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 like the right when it goes, boop, 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 boop. So like they were playing fetch with their fucking dog. At what time? It was uh, throughout. It was like midnight <laughs> past that. And I was lying in there and I was just like, this is not happening. And all I could hear was all of the time. It was it was just it was fucking annoying, I'll tell you that. No, I am usually a very heavy sleeper. Like I slept through the Northridge earthquake back in the nineties. Like nothing wakes me up. Now having a baby, any little coo or sound, I'm like, what is it? What is it? Is she okay? Is she breathing? Like I wake up instantly. But if there's sound other than summer, I'm out. So I'm, I wouldn't hear asleep, a ball bouncing. Exactly. I wouldn't hear sirens. If I'm asleep, I'm asleep. It's getting asleep. Even when she she cries right next to you. You're I, still asleep. I'm asleep. Like I, <laughs> I said, don't, if I sleep, I'm asleep. I don't understand that. Well, you don't need to. Just take care of the baby because I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but when I, you know, hit him and tag him in, he he does wake up. But it takes some a solid velocity of <laughs> some <punch>. force. <laughs> like wake up. <laughs> Yeah, oh. so um, definitely noisier here, but it's it's so nice to be so close. Like when we have to go to the valley to see our friends, 15 minutes. We go home to see my parents, 30, 30 minutes. minutes. We got so used to doing a minimum two-hour drive, like up to three times a week. I was doing that, that now four I'm times like, every morning going to training. It's 13 minutes to get to Tom and Ariana's house. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Look at your little feet, honey. 
See, you they're little now, but I feel like she has your feet and they might get bigger. It's my what's, mom. What's a big size for a, a woman? Well, I mean, I have small feet. I'm a size six. I could fit in a five and a half. A six and a half is a little too big. I'm like a solid I think six. my sister's a nine. That's kind of big. Well, on what scale? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, On like, what I would. Body I image think scale is big, huh? It's, no, I mean, like, Charlie, who's like my size, I mean, yeah. she's small. I think she's like a nine or a 10. That's big. On it's what? just it's a, not. a. It's a bigger size shoe than the average. Average, I think, is probably like a seven and a half. Well, what's the point of being fucking average? That's boring. <laughs> don't be average, honey. Be, be everything. Else. I just don't know if her and I are going to be able to share shoes. We'll see. Because my mom's sister and I all have the exact same size foot. And Summer, she might be a little bigger. I wonder how petite we'll she's going to be. Because if you didn't see, we've been hanging out with our new family friends, and oh we got gosh. to hang out with Cruz. We had our first wow. play date. Check it out. We'll pop that right here. here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and oh my god, it was an actual play date. They lied there awake, just making noises, touching each other. Yeah, and they looked pretty cute. They did. They can be best friends. Okay, good. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but it was like the first time when Summer met Ocean, I mean, Lala and I were just like holding them and then you and Randall were holding them. And then it, it was, was like, it was, it, then Ocean the got room. hungry and was fussy. And then Summer got hungry and was fussy. It was like, they didn't interact, make eye contact, touch each other, like whatsoever. But Summer and Cruz, they were like interlocked arms. She was like holding onto his pocket. He Like they were definitely interacting with each other. It was so adorable. I think she's fun. <laughs> she's making a cute so little the, face. So doc, the doc asks us, you, you're going to learn your baby's facial features. You're going to learn their like squirts and expressions. She sounds like a dolphin sometimes. When, she's, <laughs> when you put her on her back, she's fine, but she just... She grunts a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't like being swaddled and she doesn't like laying on her back, which for a mom is very frustrating because that is the safest sleep way for a baby to sleep. So what we do is once she burps, right? She will be feed her, burp her. She lies on her chest because if we put her straight down, she she'll just, spit up. She spits up. She has to stay upright. So for this like is 20 where minutes. the habit came into. So if you guys could help us with this, tell us if this is this a bad habit for us to be doing, and if if there's yes. ways to beat it, okay. But what we do <laughs> is once we feed her for at least fifteen to twenty minutes, we just we're sitting upright. Or she's elevated, head above butt. And yeah. what we want and what we do, we just she falls asleep. But now here's the catch. Now when we put her on her back, she she's still asleep, but it's not as deep and it's not as like quiet <laughs> she's as her how she prefers to lie on her face, head to the side on your chest. Are we in trouble or is this natural? Because I believe it's fine. We not we're not putting her to bed on her face. When she goes to bed, we put her face up, she grunts and moans, but she settles. When we're awake, she's on our chest in the mm -hmm. mornings and she'll lie there, feed a bottle and take a nap on the chest. Not a problem. Are we in trouble? Are we doing okay here as parents? We also don't want to be shamed. Just give us like, you know, Maybe not thumbs up or thumbs down, okay? Ring well, the mean, bell, like, having... and subscribe, and give us more advice. <laughs> That's for YouTube. <laughs> You're right. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. This is this is the podcast. Please let us know, guys. We love your support on the Patreons. So, um... Yeah. But, I mean, we're doing the safest sleep measures for her. I mean, she still is in the bassinet, and, you know, eventually she does fall asleep on her back, but she just she loves being on our chest. But I'm like, girl, you can't just, like, sleep in the bed and on our chest with us. So then I have to stay awake even longer until she falls asleep on my chest to get her back in the bassinet. I think we just keep her she in the bassinet. She just, she loves and being she'll, she'll learn. She'll learn that 
Sleep time is not snuggle time. Yeah. Okay. You and you and your mum can have that conversation too. Sleep time <laughs> is not cuddle time. When she goes down, let's put her down. We get stuff done. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. families, being with a baby, it brings a new dynamic to everything. It means planning, which is probably not new to everybody, but it's new to me. Yeah. Planning. And then it just kind of like, it's a different conversation to have with people. You can kind of like reflect. I think we're kind of like bonding and we're meeting new people. And we had such an amazing weekend. Yeah. We made some new friends. Let's talk about that at our golf tournament on Monday. So every year I work a celebrity charity golf tournament. It's called Hodgkin's Haters. It's for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. And uh, they raise money for cancer. And it's such a great event. There's always great people that we meet. But this year was extra fun. It was at the Oaks at Valencia. It's usually at Sand Canyon up like Santa Clarita area. This one was in Valencia. And uh, I asked my friend Jessica Hall, who you guys know has a podcast here as well called Flashbacks. She is like a sister to me. So I had asked her who Brock was going to be on the team with. And originally it was her husband, Kyle. Yeah. But then she was like, oh, no, I had to switch him and put him on a different team. But don't you worry. Like, he's going to love these guys. So it was two actors and a Backstreet Boy. And I was like, Brock is going to have no idea who... Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys is. So I run into you guys on like the first or second hole you're on. I'm the cart girl for this event every year. So I was I just, just playing with three random dudes that were pretty cool dudes. Yeah. Actually, when I first met everybody, I sat down. I, I met Thad first. Mm-hmm. Thad. Okay, I was like, that's an interesting name. I was like, is that, is that like from Greek? He's like, it is, but it's just we just went with Thad and then Thaddeus or something like that. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. And then I met him and then I met this Six foot four, good looking dude who had a really good American voice. Ryan. And that was Ryan. Uh-huh. And then I met Party Shirt of the Century. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, see, mad like Party Shirt, like my Tommy, Tommy Bahama shirt. So, like, sick outfit, bro. It looks great. Yeah. Straight up in my head. Which I, but, but to be honest, like, it wouldn't have changed my approach to talk to people. No, anyway. not at all. It was just even more. You're I, not I, phased for, by that. It, it, didn't, it didn't bother me until, like, Sheena was like, oh my, we, she comes around. Yeah. So I run into them on, like, the first or second hole with cigars and tequila shots and all of the stuff in my car. I'm just like, hey, this is my girl right And here. I was like, I can fangirl for a moment. Like, I don't care. They're playing together. And I was like, Kevin comes up, introduces himself. I'm like, okay, so funny story. We actually met a couple years ago backstage in Vegas. I said I went to y'all's show. I was doing a show next door at Paris. They were at Planet Hollywood. In between my sex tip shows, I went and saw a Backstreet Boys show. And I got to go backstage, meet all of them. I have a photo. His wife was there that night. And then she was also at the golf tournament. She's like, wait, I remember meeting you that night. That's so funny. So it was just so funny because Brock is standing there like, wait, who did you meet backstage? Like, what it, What does he do? Like, was so confused. And I'm like... <laughs> Bro, oh, my pop culture boys. references are so bad. I didn't, I don't get. It. But I enjoyed the time with these guys. They were absolutely great, and it goes in the vibe. Like their their parents, they're like yeah. their kids are in their fourteens and thirteens and all that. And so it was just a good. It was a different vibe than what we were used that I'm used to in being in America. And yeah. it was a fun vibe. Definitely was down for it. We called ourselves the Birdie Boys because we were crushing on the first two <laughs> holes. Guess what happens when you get confidence? Someone has to come in and just clip your wings. We we finished very badly. But during it, I think we had the funnest group. All their wives were there. Their partners were there too. They were amazing. And we've all exchanged numbers. We're keeping in touch now. And it was just great to meet some other friends who, to meet some new friends who are families. I think it was great to meet families. new people. Yeah, great new, 
oh yeah, there's parents, that too. You know, I just think meeting new people in the in the caliber of parents and all that, and yeah. having those conversations. I'm like, oh, far are the days of like, oh, who's coming for that festival? You know what I mean? Right. Such Although a- we did all talk about going to life is beautiful together, so <laughs> there is still the festival talk for sure. Which is cool. Yes. Oh, Summer has, <laughs> if you guys are watching, if you guys are watching, she's got a funny hair day today. <laughs> but she's oh so cute. And her little sounds. I just, I can't get enough. The little, even the little, the little grunts, the little coos, they're the best. She smells so good. That was, oh my gosh, honey. So you didn't see it. That was one of the things. So at the end of the golf tournament, Kevin came over. I was like, you have to see my baby. And he was like, can I smell her? (laughs) I was like, sure. Kevin from the Backstreet Boys is smelling my baby. And then he gave her a little kiss goodbye on her head. It was so sweet. Uh, yeah. So, new friends. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Good times, honey. I think we are very fortunate. We are we very, are. very fortunate. And we need to remind ourselves when we get stressed out with our timelines. I know. That we can do this. I just have a few jobs going on right now. And sometimes they take place at the same time on the same day. And it gets kind of frustrating because I want to always do my best. I don't ever want to deliver a half-ass vlog or Patreon or podcast. I want it to be good quality. You guys take the time to listen, to watch, or, you know, spend the money to be a part of our Patreon. And I appreciate that so much. So I just get frustrated with myself when I'm on a strict deadline and timeline and I can't deliver 100%, but I hope that we're getting there. Just so everyone understands, today was, it was tough because we have a timeline. We gotta go, you're going to go film this afternoon, and Sheena is a perfectionist. Well, okay. and right when we sit down to podcast, Summer decides, I'm hungry. <laughs> so then we're like, okay, Well, this is, our, this is our new CEO, you know? Like, yes. I, I work so hard to become my own boss and CEO, but all of a sudden, a child comes along, she's She's, she's boss. the boss. So. She is the boss. And I know a lot of you also asked about marriage and more kids. And uh, here's the thing. We are like, I mean, we definitely want to have more kids. But after me being hospitalized for so many days with help syndrome, no. I am kind of afraid to get pregnant again. I mean, it wouldn't happen anytime soon. But I just don't know that I would want to put myself being high risk already and then high risk for preeclampsia and help syndrome again. Just with having that help syndrome, I mean, I'm okay now. My blood pressure has regulated. I'm off my medication, which feels great. I feel like I'm getting stronger each day. But I just don't know that I would want to put myself in a position having a baby now to have something really bad happen. And I don't want to think about that. But I mean, truth of the matter is help syndrome is a life threatening liver disorder and you just don't know how bad it could be. So thankfully we did. Well, we, me, I froze my eggs, <laughs> as you guys know, a couple times. I was going to say last year, but it was two years ago now. So I think before we consider getting pregnant again naturally, I would fertilize those eggs and see if any are good for, you know, a solid embryo. Yeah. And consider surrogacy but then after watching kardashians this week like kim was just like so chill with her surrogacies but then i'm definitely more of a chloe personality and more of like a control freak and just learning the ins and outs of surrogacy what what, what scared you about it 
Well, basically, I mean, it's, you know, there's this whole legal aspect to it. So you have to sign all the papers and all of that. So basically, you want to find someone who believes in the same things you believe. And once it's written down, legally binding, it is what it is. But it was scary when Chloe was on the phone with the surrogacy therapist because he was saying, you know, what do you think about multiples? Like if the egg splits and, you know, it ends up being twins. And Chloe was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like if that's God's plan, like I'm all about it. Like we would love to have twins. When you put it in somebody else. But because it's the surrogate's body, it's her choice. And if she didn't plan on having twins and doesn't want to carry twins, she can terminate the pregnancy. So Chloe was like, but doesn't she have to go with my wishes? And he was like, it's your baby, but it's her body. And they have that decision that they can make because it's their body. So you would really have to find the right person and go through all of that, which... Yeah, I don't think you just go for it. Oh, Rosemary, you'll do it. No, I know. But I mean, I... And Chloe was saying, she's like, maybe I'm naive and just thinking that, you know, like our wishes have to be respected. And I think that I would be naive in the same because I never knew that, that they can just terminate the pregnancy if it's not going as planned. That's crazy. So there would be a lot that we need to consider before having another baby, but I would love to have another. I would love to give Summer another sibling and we'll see. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And as far as marriage goes, I mean, I think I, I feel like I answer this on every podcast and the questions just keep coming in. Guys, it's, it's coming. We're already married. Just kidding. <laughs> We're not yet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think... It's been in a conversation that we've talked about, and I think we are going to be just fine, and you guys will enjoy the ride. If anything happens, you'll find out first on Patreon, okay? Is that... I don't know. That might be on our announcement platform. (laughs) They get the advance. There you go. go. (laughs) But um, look, there's no pressure. I feel no pressure no. Of, of, of from anyone asking me these questions. I really am in a, the best position of place I've been in my whole life. My family all agrees and you bring the best out of me, honey. So when it comes time to proposing to you, it's, it will come and I'm happy. So I'm happy it comes, too. It will be coming and I have no pressure I'm, on this question. I'm in no rush. We're both divorced. So, you know, been there, done that. I We'll just be engaged for very for as long as we want. Until I we would like a long engagement. Home. Perfect. Yes. I would like we're to on the be same page, a fiance family, guys, again so one day. We're on the same page, fam. We're going to get there together. You guys are on this journey with us because, fun fact... We don't keep anything closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep my legs closed for a while. <laughs> well, yeah, we've been out of, that, out of that one for six weeks, but it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, for watching, for joining our Patreon. It means so much to us. I got to get going. So we got to wrap this up. Summer is awake. I've got a bottle for her tonight. I need to go change her nappy. Yeah. That's we'll be say. back next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. Uh, with the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Uh, do you need it? Let me see you shake that. Uh, do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Yeah. Come and get it. Club, little boy.